U.S. men's national team. Um, welcome. Wow. It's the Bottled Soccer Talk podcast. My name is Nestor, and I'm joined here by Henry, and it's two guys, two mics, two pints. What's up, man? Man, chilling. Uh, just enjoying this game right now in the background. Uh, U.S. Yeah. versus uh, Morocco. U.S. is at 3-0 now. Yeah. It's Got just... this game shaking like Morocco's. And, you know, <laughs> you'd expect nothing less from the strength yeah. of the lineup they've brought. Um, yeah, I think they're glowing right now. Uh, not to say that Morocco aren't playing a, a bad game. You know, I mean, they're playing pretty decent. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, um, enjoying that. Obviously, coming off of the weekend, which I'm sure you enjoyed. And, and I'm sure you, you have, uh, you know. <sighs> Your stories from then. So, I mean, how are you feeling? Um, you know, we're watching these friendlies and stuff, and there's friendlies all over at this point. And uh, I'm kind of annoyed that we really should be at the point where the the games that are being played, the international games, because it went straight from the end of the season. No vacation, no 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 stop or anything. Just games international fixtures what we really should be doing instead of this nations league and all this shit is getting ready for the world cup the world cup should be happening in about two three weeks but instead uh you know we gotta wait uh six more months or three more months or five more months whatever anyway um so that was kind of a bitter reminder of all the bullshit that this world cup kind of represents to me uh but anyway you know, uh, moving on from that, and maybe, maybe I'll, you know, we'll talk a little bit more about that later on. But champions, champions, ole, 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 number fourteen, baby. I mean, was it ever gonna be any other way? And uh, for a little while, I was, uh, <laughs> I wasn't even sure myself. But um, you know, the more that game went on. I don't know if I ever really fell in doubt of the result. I don't. You could say that Liverpool played better a little bit. You can say that Liverpool had more shots, whatever. But it, I don't know. I, I never really felt that they were out of control in a way that maybe uh, Chelsea were at times, and definitely City was. Um, I, f- I really felt good about the game, and maybe I was in a good state of mind to begin with. You know, I had a few. A few uh, adult beverages. So, um, I don't know. I, uh, it almost didn't feel real for me, the match, you know? It, yeah. You know, I, I wish I could replay it in my mind uh, to get a better understanding, but... Yeah. Number 14. Uh, number 14 Champions League for Real Madrid. Man of the match, Courtois. And I, I think that, that does tell a lot, a big story of the game, you know? I, I'm not saying I find it hard to believe you feel that way, but when a keeper is tested that often, I was watching the game in bits because I was working, but I kept going to the back and, you know, we had a stream running. I'm just like, man, Courtois again, again, body saves, foot saves, hand saves. Yeah. He was everywhere. And I, I think without that kind of performance from a goalkeeper, mm-hmm. it can it could have easily gone in, in, in another direction. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, but a lot of the stats, in it, and I saw this stat, and I remember um, I was at a bar and I remember see, looking at the stats, and there at one point Madrid had zero, and um, uh, Liverpool had like five shots on target or something. Yeah, 
and and nine shots total. And yeah, yeah, uh, Courtois did have to save a few of those, and that was in, earlier in the game. But most of those went right at him. So that that's where like the stat can kind of um, skew things. And again, not to say that that Liverpool weren't better, but the a lot of it was oh it's, it was only because Courtois played good. Uh, no, I think the whole team played really well. Uh, Carvajal uh, had a great match on the right side. Cross, uh, I, f- I feel like, had one of his better games, especially this season, where he's kind of slowed down a bit. And, um, and you know, that whole little battle with uh, Trent and Vinny the whole time. So I think it was, um, it, it's kind of reductive for, for Real Madrid and, and everything that they were able to do that match. To, to just put it on Courtois. Well, he was man of the match. Yeah, yeah, well, for was, sure. He know. he had game saving uh, saves. Yeah, and and that's that's the point that I'm trying to make. I'm not saying it's all because of him. Yeah, but he was a main reason why the opportunity was presented to outlast the game into the second half and and you know ha- still have a chance. And that's what, what Real Madrid have been so good at this season is being punctual with their chances. You know, they're not they're not uh, really giving up freebies and and that's what they did mm-hmm. uh you know they punished um they punished liverpool in in you know just small pockets and that was that was the definition of the game i thought trent was pretty terrible you know uh defensively and i did predict that ahead i was i always thought he's a liability especially against a, a pacey winger and um yeah man uh great ball from valverde though to set up the first one i mean it reminded me of De Bruyne's pass to an extent, the way it came from the right side and, and kind of bent inwards just perfectly for for Vinicius. and, and Yeah, 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 yeah. Trent, well, like, he has a tendency for that. And I know that uh, Real Madrid were kind of hoping on that because uh, Benzema does like a forward run, kind of like a decoy run. And Trent has this tendency to fall asleep uh, on the on the man running behind him. The this is just something that always happens with with Trent. He just gets caught ball watching. Excuse me. He falls asleep on his uh, on his mark, and then they always sneak up from behind him. How many times have we seen that this season? You know. Yeah. So uh, yeah, Vinny Vinny caught it great. Um, you know, s- simple finish. Yeah, and and you see those not get finished a whole lot. So for for him to keep it on target was a. Well, I mean, he had an open net, damn near. You know. Yeah. Yeah, but it was running like against him um i'm not i'm not gonna give him a whole lot of credit for you know like like scoring this beautiful goal but you know he finished it where a lot of uh a lot of the time you do see that either getting blasted or whatever yeah he did show composure i do feel that that goal that that ben scored should have stood I, I was kind of struggling to understand what was being called because yeah. I thought it was good at first at first look and then I had to leave and then once I came back uh, there's a, a a Barca fan in the back he's like bro they called it off he was all celebrating <laughs> I was like damn like, like my boy it's not that deep but whatever I see and I'm like oh all right I'm yeah. like damn okay I, I don't I couldn't really tell what was being called there they they're claiming offside. Was it? We or? were confused because there was um, an outlet ball, I think, by Modric, let's say, and um, and Benz makes a run forward, and I don't know, the ball escapes him, it pops back, and it pops off Fabinho, and at that point, when it pops from Fabinho, uh, Benz was kind of lunging, so his hind leg was a little bit past the last defender, 
And that's what ended up marking him offside. And it was like a bunch of bounces. And finally, um, when he scored, they called it off. But the, I don't know. I think that that backward play from what happened with Fabinho really should have uh, should have technically been a. Um, they did. They considered it not a a um, transition of uh, possession, where they didn't consider it uh, Liverpool's possession, mm. and that's why it was he was considered offside. But I don't know. I think I think you have to technically call it. Yeah, it's a weird one. It, it was uh, well initially just for Liverpool to give the ball away so cheaply like that in their box. Yeah, exactly. Was crazy. It was all in the spur of the moment. So to even consider the offside or any of that, you just react as a player and. I guess once you see the replay, you're you're allowed to come to that conclusion. But in the moment, I thought it was a fair goal, you know. But yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that that was a big moment for sure. Mm-hmm. And to say if it doesn't get given and the goal stands, then it's it might be a totally different game. Yeah, exactly. Because that was even before the the one zero. Yeah. Um. Other thoughts. Uh. Tiago being uh, injured or not a hundred percent, I think affected a lot of the match. Um, and I still feel that Salah there he might have some kind of issue. I don't know what it was. Yeah, everybody was uh was limp on their end. I mean, they, not they were, not what we're accustomed to seeing in terms of being clinical. I felt yeah. Uh, they they're normally so good at putting those chances away, and that's why I I I hate to go back to it, but Courtois was a figure. I think what he did well was to come out and and show no fear, and once he's out and he expands his body, and I, I think it's so. It's oh I know yeah I was seeing that as well I, I didn't think that was a penalty. How is that a penalty? Um yeah penalty just called got ah, called against he the kicks US. Him, but nah I That's don't know I, I don't like I don't like touch fouls being given. Fully extended though Courtois, I mean he makes it tough for any attacker. He's, I think, he's big yeah he's he's a big he's guy. a big dude but and, um, and he's been kind of I mean he's got to be up there in the top three four players of the season for Madrid. Easily, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think um, before, prior to the game, I think on ESPN FC, they were debating, I think, Shaka Hislop and uh, uh, Stevie Nichols about who's the better goalkeeper, Courtois or Allison. I always felt that uh, Courtois is clear, I feel. Maybe that's a bit harsh to say clear, but I think like he's he's a real keeper that, that really finishes, you know? Uh, by the way, Morocco blasts their penalty off the crossbar. Bottom uh, line. Yeah, uh, but, you know... I, other than that, I all I could really say defensively, Carvajal was my favorite player. I think in terms yeah. of effort and like you know just playing every ball like all the way hard. And, and his and his uh, his uh, um, what do you call it? His uh, mark was uh, Luis Diaz, who's no fucking slouch. That guy. Yeah, yeah. He, he made it very. Too. He got very physical with him, and I, I think. Luis Diaz still lacks that. Yeah, he's still... Yeah, because he's, he's still very slight. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, there was one moment, it, though, where Luis Diaz did get fouled by Militao. And I, at least I saw it that way, but they called the foul on, on Diaz instead of Militao. And, and I was I thought that was a bit of a head, head scratcher. Well, I, wanna, I want to remember that, but honestly, yeah, man... I, I know, there's so many little <laughs> moments that I, yeah, I, I... And I'm sure I missed quite a few as well. But, but yeah, man, congrats on, on the win. And um, I think... Yeah. The, in the manner it was done, it, it's like synonymous with with oh, wow. the last few games that you guys won, you know. Yeah, that um, were decisive. Yeah, yeah, and um, you know we all want to uh, you know look at our teams as in the best light possible, but uh, 
I've got to say that the run to the to that final was, I mean, that whole run in total for that whole championship is, I don't know, kind of like a murderer's row of of teams that you could play to get there to actually lift the trophy. Oh, well, it definitely had a much tougher road than Liverpool for sure. I, I don't that know, too, yeah. I, I think I that specifically, it's I like night and that. day, yeah, yeah. the comparison. Uh, but, I can't really think. You know. I started to think of who's had tougher roads to to get to the title, and uh, kind of a uh, scratching my head there. It's, it's got to be up there for sure. Yeah, totally. It was it was a crazy run. Um, yeah, and I think a leg- legacy solidified for a lot of the guys too, and you know, also the guys that are coming in, Valverde, who also had a great game. I didn't I didn't mention him. Uh, yeah, well, you know, Valverde, uh, uh, Vinny, those guys that are just coming in, Mandy to an extent, and uh, Militao, all those guys, man, they're they're really just kind of starting to become their own identity to, to cement their yeah their own legacy and trajectory within Real Madrid. And I mean, if those guys aren't there in you know four or five years, I'd be damn damn surprised. Yeah, uh, there's a there's a solid nucleus of under 25 now. Uh-huh. Um, Kamavinga too, who was pretty uh, essential to to uh, to the run as well. Yeah, he he was very key in in a few games. All those guys, man, I'm man, very excited to see them uh, grow into it and hopefully uh, win 15, 16, and on. Yeah, I if, think if we can be so uh, fortunate. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think it's it's always a tournament where where you know uh, Real Madrid does so well. Synonymous, really. Yeah. At this point, um, any any other parting thoughts on the game? Not really, man. I, I wish I, I could break it down a little bit better, but man, I was by yeah. halftime. I, you know, for me, it's bits and pieces. Yeah. No, I. Yeah, I. I. I like I said, I was watching it bits and pieces myself, but just because I was occupied. But yeah, I mean, just. Just another crazy final, you know. And and yeah. for Liverpool, it's tough, you know. I know you're not a big fan of the slack they get, but you know that's three finals and and zero goals. Uh, to yeah. some degree, yeah. you know, it is a it's a bit uh, diminutive towards them because they maybe deserve to get some goals there because they always create chances. But yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. that's three straight finals, you know. What I mean, and and two finals which they won via penalty, and that was their trophy haul this season. But you know, I think. I think it's it's an interesting moment for Liverpool right now where they stand. I don't know how confident they feel going into next season. Rumors are that Mane's leaving. Salah no, no, he's he's leaving. He he yeah. said himself that he's not coming back. Right, right. And Bayern is is the immediate suitor apparently, and there, yeah. there's still some questions there. So you know, unless they they uh, invest this summer, I don't know if this is a a gear shift moment for Liverpool, and and we might see them. Well, for Mane, I think the immediate replacement is going to be Luis Diaz. Right now, right. whether he's going to be as as influential as even available, because Mane, if you think about it, has has been very healthy for most of the time he's been at uh, Liverpool. I don't know how long it's been six, seven years now. He's always yeah, he's always pretty healthy. I have to say, and um, I think you all, we also forget about Jota, who I think is is ready to be a ninety, you know, a sixty to ninety minute a game player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And I think 
you know, that's where they have the hope. But, you know, in the midfield, there are some gaps that they're going to want to fill going forward. Yeah. Um, Especially with Thiago becoming more injury prone. And, yeah, well, yeah, he's always been that way. And Jordan yeah. Hendo is getting up there. Yeah. You know, I was reading today that... Uh, that Salah isn't also is also not a foregone conclusion to keep him, because he feels he's worth a certain amount, and yeah. the way that uh, FSG the the group that that owns um, uh, Liverpool, they're not really all that uh, privy to to give you raises. Yeah, so exactly. They're not they're not really that type of uh, organization that's gonna kind of break their wage structure, which I think is shitty because he's been. The main, if not one of the main guys, that's that's given them this uh, this status as one of the best teams in the world right now. So yeah. for me, it's a it's a no brainer to keep him or to pay him what he wants, and then maybe sell him later on if he doesn't pan out or do, is, doesn't prove to be worth what what they are paying him. But uh, the threat was, and I'm sure I'm a hundred percent sure this is his agent talking. But if they're not able to agree on a contract. You know, they said that he'll be leaving on a free mm-hmm. to another Premier League team. He says he's gonna stay in the Premier League and and leave Newcastle. for free. Shit. So either you guys pay me what I want or you sell me right now. So that's a yeah, exactly Newcastle. I think Newcastle would definitely you know, take him. Obviously, well, anybody really could. Right? You can't. I personally can't really blame Liverpool too bad because he is up there in age. So let's I say I think he's still only twenty nine. Really, I could have sworn he was more than thirty. But, I mean, no, yeah, he's if if he's not thir- twenty nine, he's thirty. Yeah, but I mean, if you're gonna be making him your best paid player at that point in his career, knowing you're gonna have to continue paying that him that wage for at least two to three more seasons, mm-hmm. you're gonna have trouble selling him because the next club that takes him is gonna have to at least pay that wage or more, which more is definitely not gonna happen. He's about to least. turn thirty. Yeah, so, in two weeks, two weeks from today, actually. Perfect, perfect. Around we were pretty much like right on the verge. Um, yeah, I don't know if I would feel comfortable making him my best paid player now. I would. They should have done it years ago. Now it's too late. Well, I mean, years ago they agreed to a certain contract, and now it's time for an extension. And he, by all reports, indicates that he wants to stay. And and I know you're not you're not too hot on this. And maybe I should be less emotional about those sort of things. But for what he's done, what he's given you, what he has been for the last four or five seasons has been a golden boot type player. Yeah, yeah. And, and I don't, that's why I don't I think, really see him yeah. falling off of that. I think, And if he does, not too far. Yeah, you, need a, you need to reward your players then and there. I think, um, you know, maybe one year add on with it with an upgraded wage something like that but they you know they didn't do it for so long and he he became so, privy of it too late so do you think eventually he would have gotten that 400 that they're asking for that 400 a week he sh- he should have he should have got it back then you know but my thing is there's no point as a club to feel an incentive to give him that now when he's already nearing the tail end but it, but is he performing for them that's the main thing like okay. you can say you can say that yeah okay you're getting older but He's really? performing for them well, but he's not performing as good as he was a season ago or the season prior. I mean, he was scoring 31 goals a season. I'm not saying he's still playing bad, but he's not as good as he used to be. So why would you pay him more now? It just it doesn't make sense for me from from the Liverpool perspective. I, I kind of get them. But don't get me wrong. He deserves to be paid Dude, that much. How much do they lose by not having him now? Like, on the field? Well, truthfully, 
I'm not. I'm not saying he's a he's replaceable like that. But for the system that he plays in, there's a lot of players that can qualify to 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 have some of the same strengths. And mm. and and you know, even somebody like Sun, by the way, who I would pay prime time money for now instead of instead of a solid. They're person. similar aged, by the way. Yeah, They're but similarly I mean, aged. You know, the thing is, and Sun likes playing on the left. Sun Sun doesn't. Oh, but that's that's not an issue because you can rework wings. Whether it'll work well, that's that's still in you know. Yeah, question. exactly. But that, that's know, a thing that you really have to consider. Is well, I mean, when I, it, when you're a team so meticulously planned and, and tactical like Liverpool are, you don't want to bring in two left feet. But you know, it happens every year in football. Systems change. Um, you know, even on City, wings change constantly. Uh, especially back then when we had Leroy Sané, it was so dope to see that. But you know, yeah, I, and he was very. He he himself was very stubborn to only want to play on one side. Yeah, but he was so good on either side, and same with Sterling. You know, he he can be effective in different ways on either side. Yeah, but I mean, you know, going back to Liverpool, I I mean, I I get them. I think they're losing a lot in in Mane, and uh, it's not even just what he's able to do scoring wise, because I think he was also one of the top five or six scorers, if I'm not mistaken, as well in the league. Yeah, yeah, but but his work rate and and. you know, he's basically cities like Bernardo and Sterling kind of Gabriel Jesus kind of like hybrid there for them. Yeah. He's pretty technical too. He he's got he's got a little bit of a, a little a bit little of trickery bit. to him. Oh, that's a good save. Um but yeah. No, um, um but I think they're gonna be losing a whole lot of and trust me, I would love I love me a shakeup. I would love both of them to you know, to see them gone just for the spectacle of it. Um but for for Liverpool's sake, I think uh, offering him a two or three year deal for the money that he likes, and then uh, as we say, you can always sell him, right? If you don't you don't like what he's doing, um, you can always sell him. Maybe yeah. not for what you think he's worth or what he's contributed, but at some point, you got to yeah. take what you can get for certain players, like Lewandowski, for example. Would you His, take him at Madrid? Uh, oh, Salah? Well, yeah, well, I've never wanted Salah at Madrid. Oh, okay, okay, word. Yeah, I, I know he'd do really well. I guess now even, but I don't want him. No, no. I'm just saying. Like, I'm thinking of wingers that maybe on, you know, available like that. There's rumors of Richarlison possibly getting tapped up. I don't know if you heard about that for Madrid. Yeah, you know, I I heard a rumor. Yeah, I heard that, but I also heard a rumor that I like even better because I think this guy's a better player. Uh, Rafael Leao. Uh, I did also hear Raheem Sterling. I did hear that, and you know what? I like it. I like it. <laughs> oh my God, he's gonna be first first year. He's gonna be. He's, See, the thing is, is our scoring. He's gonna is, be whistled off the pitch. My our guy. our scoring is taken care of. For City, you don't know who is right. You, you well, up until today, you didn't know who it was. No, we still don't. And, know. and even and even until then, Raheem Sterling still scores a whole lot. Not really. I mean, well, what's what's his goal rate this year? Twelve goals or something like that. He scored quite a bit. I uh, I don't know. He got he got outscored by well. Mares and and I think even De Bruyne surpassed him in the end. But I mean, yeah, he's, De Bruyne he's scored okay. a bunch in, in in like a very short period. Yeah, um, but I, you don't like you're right. You don't get him for goal scoring. But the thing is, there's gonna be moments where chances are gonna come to him, and when when the when he decides decides to do what he does, he's gonna. 
fans are going to become very impatient, especially from one of the most impatient he fan bases. He creates so much, and he, and the spaces that he makes, our players are going to slot in and, and take advantage of that. Um, You'd hope so. They're, they're, and you know, as good of a scorer as he is, and as clinical, as like as venomous as he can be, Ben's also gives up some silly ones. Yeah, but not as often though. Ben's Ben's is known for a brain fart at least once a game. I think every player is though, to yeah. be fair. But yeah. not to the to the capacity that Sterling does it. I'm just telling you as a guy who's watched him play. No, so no, many I've, years, I've seen I've seen him miss a bunch of sitters three I mean. times a game. Sometimes you know, <laughs> no cap, no yeah, cap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's the um, difference between winning games sometimes, and that's when it drives you nuts. But it's also, like, his presence, and he's still pretty young. He's only 26, 27. Yeah. His presence can also influence uh, Rodrigo, who has similar um, traits to his game, but may be able to refine them by by being alongside someone like Sterling. Um, we, I mean, we also have, um, I guess Asensio not as much, but maybe Valverde. You know, those guys like might, might learn a thing or two being under or watching Raheem Sterling day in day out. Um, I, I'm actually with that idea. You know, I am too. And, and even though, wrong. like, I, you know, as as fans, I think it's kind of stupid to 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 kind of um, talk about this in a way where it's like our money, but it's like as long as he's at a good price, right? <laughs> and what's a good price for Sterling? While we're on the topic, forty? Um, no, no, he's English. He's not going for anything less than eighty. Yeah, he's English going to another league though. Yeah, but he's he's still English. Yeah, that. Mm. I, I don't no, think I think I think that only applies within the league. No, I don't think it does. I think it's it's a set price because because if you're offering a sixty, and Tottenham wants to offer. By the way, another team he is rumored for. If they want to offer a seventy, we're we're gonna go with Tottenham all day. Yeah. I mean, we're gonna go for what pays most. So yeah, of I think the, the rest, selling club has that luxury. The global market needs to keep up with Premier League but, prices or or stay out, and and that's why the leagues are going in the directions they are. Money money is the king of all, but yeah. I'm just saying, I, I think he's very overpriced. I, I think he's overpriced. I don't yeah, think he's yeah, worth yeah. that. But I, I think I in my fair valuation of Raheem Sterling today, okay, let me be fair. Somewhere between 40 and in today's market, 50. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't disagree with you. I would, I I would say fair. 60 would be like max, but but I'm telling you just the way things are, you know, the way things have by the way, By the way, um, if it does become a bidding war, then I don't know. I think some teams have sense enough to to not get into those sort of things. Well, I mean, Tot- Tottenham is in a position where I think they have to, well, like for something like. And this is obviously hypothetically speaking, but it's crazy because they also are in debt, you know, in pretty pretty big debt. They're uh, one of the most, you know, Spurs. Yeah, one of the clubs with the most debt in the Prem. Um, you know, so I think they they also That's don't have that stadium. luxury. Yeah, yeah, but also they. I mean, truthfully, they were stupid not to sell Kane, you know. But that that yeah, already, yeah. that ship sailed already. Um, by you the know, way, it's funny that yeah. um, I'm sorry to cut you off. Mm-hmm. I hope you hold that thought. Um, yeah, I think it's funny that people are like, "Oh, thanks, Tottenham." You know, we're we're gonna be sure. Like, you know, if they got Kane, however long they did, whether it was three, four, five years, they were still gonna dominate for that amount of time. It's not like he's gonna fall off a fucking bridge or something. Continue. Yeah, no, yeah. no, I was just going to say, I mean, if Salah does leave and Mane does leave, or maybe just one, 
would uh, Kane to to Liverpool be a sensible option? Kane to Liverpool would be a very scary option. Yeah. And not only would they have to pay a stupid ass transfer fee, they would also pay him his wages that Salah thinks he's worth, and that would be a very a very big fuck you to what I would consider a club legend. Yeah, yeah. But then I'm also wondering, am I willing to pay that kind of money for Harry Kane now? I, I don't that's know. That's a good question. You know, that's you know the thing is, is him being at Liverpool, even though he'll still do a lot of his thing, there would be quite a bit less wear and tear on him because he wouldn't, because that whole team, the way it works, it would just, it's not the same as Tottenham where that they leave themselves kind of exposed in a way. They're, he's kind of on an island with, with, uh, with Tottenham. Yeah. Versus where Liverpool, they're they're all over, they're swarming, and everyone kind of gets a piece. I, I think he would love to go there because, you know, a chance to play at the highest level, not only competing for leagues, but even in the Champions League. And, I and think he's never had that opportunity, really. You might not agree with me, but I think Tottenham are there, man. I think Tottenham, oh. they're, they're not to the level that Liverpool are, but they're... They're basically going to be Chelsea next they're season. They're getting close, man. They're getting close. Hey, and uh, these days, that's enough to get you foot, uh, you know, a seat at the table. Um I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I'd i look out for Tottenham next season. Looks I'm like not. they're building something pretty interesting. Yeah, I I mean... And I'm a fan of Conte, to be honest with you. No, and, and I yeah, I don't doubt it. I'm just... I'm not too... I've seen... I've look seen, at that stat. I've seen this Tottenham team just plateau. I mean, they were <laughs> they were really good when Pochettino had them, you know? And, and I think... I just can't see them surpassing that, even with Conte, but... They have made progression since they last had. I mean, we forget they had fucking um, the Portuguese bloke. I'm forgetting his name, Nuno, and then you know they, they were they went through a really tough portion. I just don't know if Conte is gonna like, you know, take them to that extra level where they can compete for a title. But I think Champions League is thirty now, and I I wouldn't sleep on Arsenal either. But that's gonna depend on their window. Yeah, uh, there so. there's a lot of good teams, and there's only so many Champions League spots. Um, I don't know, man. I, I just, I can't imagine that, that the top two teams are always going to be the top two teams. I mean, and we always have our outliers <laughs> like Leicester a few years ago. Yeah. I mean, for me, I'm, I just speak from the projections and the signings and the, what, what has been proven you know, and the management. I can only speak on that for City and Liverpool. They haven't really lost a step. Liverpool are the only ones that are kind of buckling at the knees now, and that's because they're losing offloading players. Realistically, they didn't win either. Of the and big right ones. now, they're a player short that they had already gotten like somebody to to replace him long term. Right, and I will say also Van Dyke. Um, he does look uh, more in not well besides injury prone. He also looks more error prone than ever um you know and that that's normal for any player but i'm saying there's they look more brittle and maybe in the grand scheme tottenham can become that second but they, place but they also but they also uh have konate who's been so good for them yeah he's been good he's been good they, i mean my team has too you they know? quietly plug their holes in they, they have the foresight to plug their holes in early yeah maybe not plug in but like come plug up with someone play. that 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 would because we don't when when they signed Mane, right? He wasn't the Mane that we know today. He kind of was to me. 
Because he was already scoring 20 a, a, a season with Southampton. Right, but but did you hold him in such a high regard where he's going to be like a top 10 player? I mean, it's like I, I didn't hold John Stones in a high regard until he started winning all this silverware. So, I mean, you do get elevated with the team you are, you're on as well and the coaching Yeah, exactly. Staff. And what, and also also your contributions to that. Same same with Salah. I mean, Salah was, uh, was a Chelsea reject. He, he kind of worked his way through, had a couple of great seasons with Roma, and then all of a sudden... He's on everybody's list. We have to have him, you know. And then, and then he just continues with with Liverpool, and they've done what they've done. I think in in large part to him. Yeah. Well, I think when you go to a big club from a smaller club like that, I think it's expected typically. Well, that's why they get you. Yeah. yeah. And but it doesn't always work out. Like Grealish, it's a different Jovic. system. <laughs> um, but like Raheem Sterling, we got him from Liverpool, and well, the numbers speak for themselves, but. It's a system thing sometimes, you know what I mean? Uh, I remember hearing about that when it happened. I was like, yo, <laughs> man. That, but, you know, I, I felt like Liverpool were making a big fuck up. Oh, they did. But, you know, they, they worked it out with their coaching staff. But the crazy thing is the same thing that they fucked up on with Salah. They fucked up with Sterling. The only difference was that City were there at his ripe age to say, well, if you're not going to pay him this, we'll pay him this and he'll come here. And, we, and they paid a tidy fee. Oh, they we did, but yeah. I mean, you know, yeah, how, like ten trophies later, or however many. It's yeah, like, no, no, I think it's been worth it, and then some. Yeah, um, yeah. Damn, man, that was back in the uh, the uh, Brendan Rodgers days. Daniel Sturridge and yeah, <laughs> Daniel Balotelli. Sturridge was still like, who could we compare? City product, by the who, way. Who could we compare Daniel Sturridge to today? He he's he's like a bit of a Donny Welbeck, isn't he? No, 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 no. Well, the, yeah, they, those were the two kind of like in the same conversation then. But like today, who's the Daniel Sturridge type player today? Oh, for me. Like a young, like scoring a lot. Dominic Cal... Ah. He's not well, the finished we article. We, yet, we might have uh, fast-tracked that one because uh, he was buns this season. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Sturridge for a, for a while then kind of started becoming that player, but... I don't know. It's uh, different times, but yeah, man. I think Liverpool, their wage structure. I do agree with you. They need a, they need to work on that. You They're know? very strict, and uh, clubs need to realize when you got to break it. And they they do it for a couple reasons. Obviously, the money. They they, they don't want to pay more. Yeah, they, they are in debt. Then they too. feel that they have to, um, but they also don't want to have other players coming. Like, hey, hold on. This guy, with 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 Salah, it's, it's a lot more justified. Like, okay, Salah's getting paid as much. Okay, yeah, we that makes sense. Yeah, Salah is worth whatever he asks for. But it's like you know, say uh, I was about to say Christian Bill, Gareth Bill, when he got offered the wage he got offered when he was playing very well, it was worth it, you know, and it was smart. Yeah, yeah, and it was worth every penny. But today, it's not worth it. It turns right? into an albatross. Yeah, and it, but and and yeah. that's the thing. I think that's always Liverpool's Snow fear. Bunny. To, 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 to pay them to me. you know that much and then have them in two years be that or something of that ilk it's scary you know as a club but yeah you, you don't want that situation money. and how often does that happen you know it's hard to say it, does, it is hard to say but with with Gareth Bale you know sadly that's how it happened that's how, how he's gonna be remembered by some people um, but you don't really sign a player thinking that right no 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 of course not especially someone that's given you all but that they, it's always a reality all that you've though. gotten though i know you know what people say it about bill and it's like i feel like it's a discredit to the whole team 
It's like, oh, he got you guys four Champions Leagues. Well, the team did. Yeah, it's not, yeah, let's yeah, not yeah, narrow yeah, it yeah, just to yeah, Bale. Yeah. And, no, because his, his defenders and his, and his apologists are very, like, he won them four. It's like, yeah, no. He did great, by the way. He scored big key goals. But, I mean, it was a, you know, Ronaldo, Benzema, these, these guys all plied their trade. Yeah. I think it's unfair when people put it that way. But, yeah, no, I mean. As a lot of the times they break it down to that, like, the, the bicycle kick. Yeah. Actually, he scored two goals in that in that uh, Liverpool final in the in 2018. Yeah, yeah, no, and and I remember. I'm I'm just saying that it's it's like, it's just not it's not exactly entirely true when when you say right. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, yeah. It is. Uh, well, there's there's always an agenda, right? Yeah, of course, of course. People are. It's funny when team achievements <laughs> when, can become personal achievements when, when you're in talking eyes. about. Yeah, of course. They yeah, always that's what it comes talk down about to. that. When uh, when Messi wins today, who, whoever's on the bench also happens to be the champion. Yeah. We'll talk about that shit in a second. Oh, and, and yeah, and then people are saying, oh, well, they made a whole other trophy so Messi can win. And it's like, yeah, well, Cellini also had that chance too. He didn't win. <laughs> y'all were, were y'all going to use that same argument for him? Probably not. But since it's Messi, yeah, have at it. Yeah. Um, Fuck's sake. There there's this thing where fans try to make their teams uh like like this whole thing that I talked about like Real Madrid's run to the final which objectively speaking was probably the hardest that anyone can go through nevertheless um if it was PSG they would, oh they had to go through Real Madrid they had to go to Chelsea they had to go to City so it could have been anybody on that side fine um but fans have this thing and I've noticed this a lot more recently. They have this thing where they want to make their who their team or the obstacles that their team faced harder, and then the rival or whatever easier. Oh, you oh you had to play Crystal Palace in the end, or you had to play Norwich in the end mm. when we had to play fucking yeah. um, I don't know Arsenal or Arsenal's Tottenham 18. or whoever. You know, it's like why why do, why does it have to turn into that? Because well, yeah, Liverpool only had like. A week's rest, you guys could rest your whole lineup. For three weeks. <laughs> exactly, like that, that sort of shit, you know. Ah. And and uh, you know, to that, to that, you can say a whole bunch of things, right? But everyone wants wants to be, everyone wants to suffer, whilst everybody else gets the easy way, and, and it, it doesn't quite work that way. I, I think that's that's very um, that's very binary to look at. You had it hard. I had, or you, I had it hard, and you had it easy. Yeah. We we love to like shit on on that kind of thing, and uh, sometimes it's true. Yeah. Sometimes it's true, but and other times it's not. And and given like let's say a three week break or whatever, does that really make a difference? Or however long uh, break or whatever, and that's just me talking about the. Yeah. Oh well, I was just kind of just trying to wind you up, but uh, yeah, I mean. No, 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 I, I, I get it. I mean, the state of the league in its own, it, it does make a difference, you know? Well, like I told you uh, yesterday or whatever, uh, was it yesterday? I don't know, but, um, you know, you told me that we had a break. And, well, y'all had the same thing last year. Yeah, yeah, but we played it, like, against a Premier League team that knew they weren't even in the combo, too, you know, for the title. But, you know, that, I, I don't, I think, in terms of your opponent, compared to your opponent, you were... You know, you you weren't at the same level of fatigue. And uh, we, we pushed that team to the final minute. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you. We, we got every ounce out of them. And I feel bad. I almost felt bad, you know. But 
you know the dream was always to repeat and we did it but was that like uh when you're at the bottom of the shampoo bottle and you're just squeezing the last ounce and it's making that fart sound yeah yeah it's like yeah, when you that's need what it you to got out of chelsea yeah and then that's what you, like when you have to pound the top of the heinz bottle you know that to that effect but at the same time I, in my mind i couldn't live with liverpool getting three trophies too so it for <laughs> me it was a tension of opposites and i i didn't at the end of the moment i just disconnected but you know it's crazy because what Liverpool had to go through this season in the Champions League was fairly easy, their route, but the league was always like, you know, rug and tug. And think about how many results they barely won, too. And and not to say City didn't either, but, I mean, they really they really played hard this season. I almost feel a little bad for them. Well, well, I think that's another kind of topic that, that goes under the radar. It's like, Klopp is a failure. Why? No, I don't. But the, he got manager of the season, right? And it's like shit. He he missed out on the two biggest comps, and I know that's a that's what we minimize it to. But that's what it really comes down to. Yeah, and um, yeah, I think and that's why people are having to go at him. But you know, yeah, and I I also saw Manchester United or Ole and and Tottenham spent more time on top. Yeah, but how much time did they spend? In second, or you know, like how much time did they spend competing for it? Yeah, I don't know. I, I think, um, I think when things become binary, when it's when you win, you're amazing, and you lose, oh no, you're automatically shit. I don't think that's fair. And Klopp even said, uh, you know, in their <laughs> weird little parade, I guess, I don't know, was the was it the day after the Champions League? Yeah, they had a parade celebrating, you know, two good. They were two, gassing up two, the FA Cup. Two, yeah. two, two trophies, yeah. Two, two pieces of silverware um, that on their own probably don't mean much. Um, he said that there, we're, the, we're the best team. I don't care what anybody says. I, I feel like we're great. That, that's great to believe. You that's, know? That's, a, that's paraphrasing. And why not, though? I think... I think on any given day, they, they are the best team. I think City were better. Say what you want about the Champions League. We finished on say, top of and, them. And say, and say what you will about the league, right? Yeah. But on any given day, City could beat them. And on any given day, Liverpool, Liverpool could beat City. Um, I, don't, I don't think you can be wrong either way. I think I mean you can have your opinion, there, but there's... the facts are the facts too. You know we and but I think it's important to have that belief as a manager and, and as a fan of your team. We're the best, but I think it's, yeah, it's but tough it's not to... off base. It's not like Chelsea saying it or it's not like fucking well. If if it's a not Bre- like Arsenal saying it's a Brentf- it, yeah. If a Brentford fan says it, you're laughing in his face. Yeah, exactly. So so uh, Liverpool and Klopp have a seat at the table, whereas. Most other teams yeah, don't, yeah. and and it's but there can only not... be one. Is my point that that's all I'm getting. Yeah, and. Know? And, and to um, say when you say you are the best, it's you know. It's, yeah, Real Madrid maybe You're the can winner. say it. Real Madrid maybe can say it. City maybe can right say now, it. Right now, today, the top three teams are Liverpool, or Liverpool and City, and then Real Madrid, and everybody I, else. I'll just say Liverpool and City and Real Madrid. I think and, there's and, no order. And, and everybody else is a distant fourth. Yeah. I don't think there's anybody close to those teams right now. Yeah, no, not right now. And I mean, 
it's it's a it's a tricky way to measure it obviously i, I said this before i don't believe yeah, yeah, that, the, that the cl does necessarily show you the no best no team. no no but you know it's a good indicator but, but, and, and that's what you know also it paired that with the league is is what really sets you there through through seven games you can you can kind of get but it. but you can surely understand why somebody would put city superior to liverpool because they, they didn't yeah, win neither the cl or the pl of course, of so course. that's that's the only reason why. That's why I say, but I think, but, but also, <laughs> Liverpool were were just a fucking point away. It's not oh, like yeah, yeah. it's not like they were distant, like five, six, seven points away. No, they were right there. And and if not for them, City would have walked away with it. How oh close, no, for sure. For how sure. far away was Chelsea? Like 15, 16 points away. Yeah, yeah. They they were they, they were a distant third. They they were not even in the conversation. Like following fucking December, it was really just always Liverpool and and, um, and City. So um, you know, I, I think I think that has a lot of value to it. Whether you want it or not, yeah, the history is going to show that Liverpool in this whole time that they've been kind of a dominant team. To be fair, no, they have only won yeah. one league title, and uh, you know that that just that just gives more credit to City. So. So for City fans, I, I think you want to hype up what they do to make what you've been able to establish even better. You know what I mean? I don't think we have to because we beat them to right, the league. Right, right. But, but that's the ultimate but indicator on, to me. Clowning on Liverpool diminishes your own stature. That's not, what I'm saying. Yeah, not in my opinion because I'm just saying like not even City called themselves the best team in the world. And, and truthfully, they have more reason to say it just based off where they finished. Yeah, I don't care if you're a pube off of us. We're still on top of you, you know what I mean? Like, and I get it. I mean, if they really, yeah, yeah, that and that's a binary way of looking at and it. And if they, if they, if they were better, then they would have beat us this season. And I'm not talking FA Cup because we know why we lost that game. And, and wait, why did you lose that game? Because we started Zach Steffen instead of Ederson. I think with a proper keeper, uh, we we go far into the game and maybe win on penalties the way they won both of their cups. But yeah, it's just like I'm not gonna concede that Liverpool are a better team than City. Maybe it's my bias, but. Based on what we won and where we finished, and what they couldn't do to us, I I just have to say I, it's it's tough for me. Even me, like when we lost to Real Madrid, it was a tough one to take. But you know they were able to beat us, so you just got to move on with it. But I definitely won't concede Liverpool. It's just I don't know, man. Great team, but there can only be one. You know what I mean? No, no, I'm not saying that Liverpool are better. Well, when 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 you say like they they say that they're the best team and you agree with it, that's what it kind of sounds like. You know what I mean? I agreed with it. It sounded like it. You're like, yeah, like that. You're saying like, yeah, that's the belief you should have, or, or to some, to some extent. I don't think, I don't think that's the case. You know what I mean? I just feel like well, when you say they're not, they're not outrageous in saying that. But are they the best? I, I wouldn't disagree. Oh, okay, so they are the best then. No, I'm not agreeing. Oh, then okay, then. but I'm not agreeing with it either. I'll, yeah, you're impartial to it then. I'm, I'm, I'm very neutral. I can, I can say that. City are, I can agree with someone. Let me put it this way. Let me. It's like if, if I say like, would the second place team in La Liga is the best team? Yeah. And I mean? how far off were they? Well, I mean that they that, didn't push Real Madrid. They were, like, they were it, wasn't, one, it wasn't a final day thing. But was, they were one place away. Yeah. And I did mean? we beat them this season? Yeah. No, I'm. I'm just saying though. It's that's what it sounds like when like you're referring to the second best team in in the league to the best. Uh, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's different circumstances. It can't be that black and white. Yeah, but and, I'm just saying, don't call yourself the best if you're not the best. And you believe they are because you're defending it. I'm, that's all I'm just saying. No, well, well, we're having a discussion. It's a debate. It's a it's a debate worth having. Yeah, and and that's what I'm saying. I don't believe they're the best. 
And, yeah, because and, because you support the best team, in your eyes. Well, I think we are the best because we finished on top of them. Mm-hmm. That's why I actually have facts to go off of, not just atmosphere, belief, and rah rah. Yeah, we're the best. No, we actually and, finished on and top. And when of them. you played them, you couldn't beat them. Well, yeah, due to to certain officiating and things like that. Yeah, we <laughs> didn't. But at yeah. the end of the day, we got more points, better goal differential. Not even worse goal differential. Maybe I would be able to concede it that way and be like, okay, maybe they were better. Maybe we just got lucky. The goal differential and goal scored and all that. I, they're, I think they're numbers that, that win you games. They are, but, but they're also numbers that can be concentrated. Well, that, that doesn't matter. It's, well, it's, the numbers would also indicate to me that Paul Pogba was one of the best playmakers this season. Do you see it that way? No, because he didn't, finish, he didn't even finish top five. Well, Did he? He was, he was then why would I assume that he's one of the best playmakers if he, he didn't was even top ten? Well, I'm I'm not gonna consider top ten. That's a pretty broad top ten spectrum. is top ten is pretty good. It's good, but it's not great. I would like I said, but, I wouldn't and call this them is great. The thing, if you're not first, you're last. Kind of mentality. It's it's kind of a bunk. Well, there can only be one, man. We are we gonna give participation medals to every team now? Oh, you're the no. best. You're the best. No, you're the best. Of course not. No, no. and no. I don't think it should be that way. No, of course that you're, not. You're first for a reason, and you're the best for a reason. And and I that's just my thought. I think that's a that's a word that's tossed around way too loosely. Oh, we're the best. Well, show us why. You know, I mean, uh, mathematically at least, because I can't, I can't argue against numbers. How, how, okay, okay. So, and, and I, I'm kind of sure what you're about to say, but taking going to three different finals and taking the the league until the very last minute is not great. No, it doesn't make you the best. I'm not saying but it's it, not great. Okay, I, I'm saying Liverpool are a great team. I'm just saying I'm, they're not the best. Chelsea okay. did the same thing last season. They went to three finals as well. Yeah, you know I mean, mm. so like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go that route. I just think you're the best if you if you get the best. Wait, how many did they win? Oh, two. Or I, three. I know I know they won the Champions League, but did they win the other? No, they they didn't win, and neither did Liverpool. But my point is that like they got to the finals still. You know what I mean? And, and I'm not gonna glorify a team for getting to a final. Especially when you can't score in one, truthfully. But I mean, but yeah. not for lack of trying. No, no. I, I think we all. I think every team wants to score. You know what I mean? But it's only the teams that do it that that can go on. And and I know that better than anybody, man. City wastes the most chances, but but yeah, I think it's it's a great energy to have. But you know, I think from your from your leader and uh, your manager, yeah, you definitely want to hear that. Now, obviously, not not everyone's gonna agree, and it's not even gonna make it fact. I just think it's it's a it's a good I don't know sign of uh, morale for your team or support for your team. Oh, well, I wouldn't expect them to say we're the worst team. I'm just saying, like to say you're the best. Not even the teams that finished in the best standing said that. That's just the point I'm trying to make. But yeah, it's good to have that belief, and I'm sure it's like boxers. You know, all of them believe they are the best. I'm next, man. I'm up next. I'm gonna win the championship. I'm coming for the. Well, even belts. when it's like a draw or a loss, they're like, no, I won that. And that's mm. that's the competitive edge, but like. You yeah. you know who is the best and you know who's not, and and truthfully results is what determines it. When nothing else results determines it. Unfortunately, four yeah. three series game seven, the fourth win is gonna decide it. it. It's it sucks. I know it sucks when two teams are so evenly matched, but only one can be yeah, yeah. the best. You know what I mean? And not even the best team call yeah. themselves the best, and and that kind of does bug me a little. But you know, it's good to have that that feeling it's, about it's, your team. I think when it's clear. It's less of a topic of discussion versus when it's just so close every single time. Yeah. Because you say, okay, well, we didn't score any in three finals, but they didn't get scored on either. Well, other than obviously Madrid. Yeah, yeah. 
So, you know, there, there is there is that kind of give and take that you have to give because they play well on both sides of the ball. And, um, again, they're, they're so evenly matched with City. It's just... It's just ridiculous, but they they didn't pull it through on the two biggest the two biggest competitions, I think. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, I, I think you're right though. Those three teams are are on top, and uh, everybody else can suck it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, there's no teams coming close right now. I mean, Bayern is just taking a, a fall back because they're normally in that combo. And... I don't know. They're, they're starting to like kind of fill themselves back to where where we see them. But no, I don't think they're elite. Someone said that uh, besides uh, Bayern, uh, Madrid really got the late, the hardest run. Bayern, I, I Bayern. I don't even really remember much of them. To Bayern, be fair. Bayern weren't fucking significant. They weren't memorable, even you know. Yeah, what I mean? they, like, well, they were embarrassing. Who did they lose to? Uh, Villarreal. Villarreal was was more of a, a topic of discussion. Yeah, exactly. They lost in the quarterfinals. I don't want to hear it. Yeah, but I mean, you know, that's football right now, and I think this next season is what's gonna. What's well, going to really determine, like, who's the top dog going forward, you know? And I think uh, Madrid are in good standing, City as well. Uh-huh. I think Liverpool are the shakiest out of the three going forward, but they yeah, still can be yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And maybe Tottenham want to be in that combo. They'll have to, to show us. And, and you know, I think soon come Ten Hag, I think he's going to figure something out. So I, I like that the game's evolving. I don't know where Chelsea's going to go. I don't know about Arsenal's Chelsea story. is the biggest uh, question mark. Going into next season, because apparently they have a ton of money to put into, but a lot of their players are leaving. So, yes, you have money to to fill in, you know, some spots, but you also wanted to get stronger. And that whole Lukaku thing, apparently, reports are saying that he wants to go, and he's not he's not having it with Tuchel. And if between you and me, I don't think uh, Tuchel is even making it through the end of next season. The way you know, things are, I have to say, I, I I'm kind of disappointed in his man management. I I haven't. He's seen, a terrible man manager. It's like every player has turned on them. Really. He's strictly tactical. He's that and guy. he's also he seems like a abrasive character. Well, like, I mean, it also makes sense from reports of how he was at PSG and Bayern. Like we, I think we assume that he figured that part out when he, uh, you know, got some success with Chelsea. Yeah. But it just sounds like like things are going back to to what we know him as um but with with a few departures that, that still might leave um because ZH is also in the hot seat yeah uh, Alonso's probably leaving Christensen's leaving Rudiger's leaving Reese James might be leaving there's a report that Pulisic is staying because they want to keep him as a media and I'm tool. about to and I was about oh. to say that he like he's it sounds like this is Pulisic's like shit or get off the pot moment man I I, I would still try to leave personally but just just personally yeah, I mean, no, I, I don't see Chelsea as a place where your game is going to improve. You're, you know, you're going to be like at like a position like where Man United have been in the past years. Yeah, um, but as far as like Pulisic goes and what he can do, where is he? <laughs> yeah, he's a god. Yeah. Um, no, I, I don't know. I think do you do you just kind of swallow your pride if you're Pulisic, or do you like just really say, hey, I don't like how I've been treated here. I I want to. I want to find something else. I have a World Cup coming, you know? What can you do for me? I need to play a 90. He is from Hershey, Pennsylvania. Is that how they talk in Pennsylvania? It's kind of East Coast, but nah, truthfully, I still want him to leave, man. But um, As a I think U.S. fan? As a U.S. fan and as a Christian Pulisic fan, first and foremost, I mean, I want what's best for him, and I don't think that's in London anymore. I think there's other clubs that can use him and play him 
as long as he's available because that's been an issue for him too but truthfully I, I feel like he's being stunted at Chelsea and he's also being scapegoated quite often and I just don't think it's uh it's a good environment for him now I, I feel like he needs a refresh and I thought him and Tuchel would get along well <sighs> I don't I don't know if he's been scapegoated maybe like on, by, the, by the on occasion yeah. maybe on occasion he has been uh because he he has had his kind of a yeah he's he's missed sitters here and there. Of course, but I don't know if I don't know if anyone's pinning everything on him like the same way they're doing it on like they did last year on Werner or this season on Lukaku. I, yeah, well, I I think Werner was in totality has been worse in the grand scheme. Uh, don't get me wrong, he has his moments and and he does create different angles of play. But even when they could play Pulisic centrally a few times, man, he was looking really good. Uh, so truthfully, I, I think he's being wasted there, and, and I, as a fan, would want him to leave. But the the X factor now is the American owners and, and their plans for the brand. The, obviously, they're going to want to have Americans there. And will recognize that he's a big marketing tool. Well, yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, Chicharro was when he was with United, and, and Jimenez was. People that ne- never would have even known about Wolverhampton Wanderers know who they are now. So, yeah, they're big, they're big tools. Uh, for you know, hey, that's offensive, man. Come on. No, let's be let's let's be real. The tools, come on, man. You should be like, uh-huh. nah, I'm just kidding. I mean, same thing with Chicharro when he went to uh, Madrid. That was a big uh, gripe that people would say, like, oh, he's just going to sell jerseys. Well, that's a part of football. Like, whether you want to recognize it or not, <laughs> yeah. like, it's a business. Yeah, you got to put butts in seats, sir. Yeah. Um. So I mean, yeah, there's that aspect, and that will always exist with Americans, so long as football is not that dominant. You know, like. As Americans, we have hella basketball players, but players like Nicholas Batum or your Al Horfords, you know, your your international players are the shit in their home country, and that's how they're hyped up here. Yeah, know? Tony Parker. Your Tony Parkers, you know, uh, your Michael Petrises. Uh, but, yeah, I mean. Oh, he was French, wasn't he? Yeah. But where where would you like to see him go, since I know you're one of his biggest supporters? No, um, I want to see, I want to see. And, and this is just to shut everybody up. I want to see him do a full season, getting a full 90, every, a full 70 to 90 a game. And I want to see what all this hype has been, all this hype, all this anger, all this like impatience has been with the teams that he's played for. I want to see that, that this is actually solid. And um, it, it is a step down. It is, it is with like your... With your Wolverhamptons, with your Villas, with your West Ham's, with your... I mean, even Newcastle might even benefit from him. Yeah. I don't know. Um, If you can perform at that level and be really good to the point where it's like, okay, it was kind of a mistake that we let this guy take a step down. But on the the flip side, we can see... Look at look at Lingard last season with West Ham. Oh, Lingardinho. With with, with, um, with West Ham, Lingard actually looked like the good. So there's there's levels, right? Like maybe you are at this level. Benteke had a great season with um, who was it? Aston Villa. It was Aston Villa. Great season. Goes to Liverpool. Does fuck all. Goes back to Crystal Palace, and it's like okay, we can. That's you're, your you're level. Serviceable. That's your that's your level, yeah. and you're not even that good. It's like Wilfred Zaha, you know. You're not. Maybe you're not United. You're not not United. Come Palace, mate. And you and you're not even that good. Okay. Oh, I like him. 
Yeah, I know you do, but tiny he, he 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 had a decent season for his standard, Aww. right? For, for his standard, he did good for an Ivory. But, but who's gonna go? <laughs> no, who's gonna go? All right, we need to sign Wilfred Zaha for fifty or sixty. Million. No, no, yeah, no one's doing that, right? No, no. that's because he's not desirable in that sense. So uh, maybe maybe Pulisic is that, maybe he's not. But I I would like to actually see him. Take a like a half or a full step down, but is that in the prem or can he go maybe Juve? That's a team that's been linked to him. Juve needs everything they can get right now, and they and they need it on the cheap too. Um, there are rumors of Vestin McKinney to Spurs. Yeah, there's still that lingering. Um, hell, like let's put Pulisic at, at Leeds. Ah, uh, well, as a Rafinha replacement. Yeah, <whistles> but mind you, Rafinha does play on the right, so. We oh. gotta see if uh, Pulisic can do it at that same level. He's a utility guy, man. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's what I hear. That's uh, what I hear. Yeah, but you know, yeah, it's crazy. We'll see. That's a guy I'm gonna definitely keep an eye on. But there's no clear rumor. There's no as of now. It sounds like he's gonna stay. And I think he he's he should. Uh, he's gonna get a plenty of opportunity if everybody ends up leaving Lukaku. At the end of the day, he is the ten. Yeah, they gave him that for some reason. Ah. Uh. That's a bit harsh. No, 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 no. It's true. It's true. You know, it's bad. Wow, that Marlins game's pretty good, huh? But nah, I don't care. I don't have players on that team, anyways. Let's see here. Um, but uh, what else? Oh, um, <laughs> Real Madrid kind of announced all the departures that are going to be occurring. Isco, you know, thank you for your service. Nineteen titles later, um, it was a it was a good time. Uh, Conprem. Uh, who else is <laughs> heading out? Um, oh, the Welsh dragon. More like the Welsh lizard. Wow. Good riddance. If I'm a Madrid fan. Yeah. Yeah, man. Well, I, he, I would be pissed, man. Personally. At- Yo, lo chifleo. <laughs> Well, see, see, y'all are all about instant gratification, man. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm more of like, what, what you, I'm you, used to the finer things. You've done a lot of good for us, man. Mamacia. You know, he deserved a good send off. He deserved to celebrate. I know there was a lot of, you know, problems with that. Um, yeah, Dan but, Thomas is like, why is he celebrating? <laughs> it's like, because uh, he's, you know, contributed to that team, and whether whether his co- contributions were big or not. He was part of the team. He was training with them, uh, as far as we know, most of the time. So, um, what's the problem? I, I don't see any problem. Yo no sé. Uh, but, you know, as it stands, um, he's leaving after uh, 19 titles with the team. He so, where to next? Nine seasons. Uh, well, Cardiff. That depends on... I, th- I think a lot of it depends on... Uh, on whether um, whether Wells makes the playoffs or not. Is that the game? Damn, I don't know if these are live. Oh, I see. This might be those might be for tomorrow. But um yeah, I mean that's an interesting departure. Um I think if Wales don't make the World Cup he's retiring. Whoa. I think if they make the World Cup he, he sticks around for one more season. You think he'll be willing to come MLS? We have a great I would love team. that, man. I would love for him to come to L.A. <coughs> That's the only team I want to see him at. There's rooms at 
the wing position at Galaxy. Oh, for sure. Oh, we've seen that. Man. That's a set in stone there. Yeah, but we'll see. We'll be monitoring his situation. I, I just feel like his chapter isn't finished, but it's not at the top level of football anymore. I don't not at so. the top, top, but but say he comes to L.A., right? Say he comes to MLS. He's easily one of the best players still. You know me. I got to see it to believe it, but prospect-wise, yeah. Is Insigne better productivity-wise? I don't know. I, I really can't tell you, but he's definitely one of the top dogs. And, you know, his marketing value is, you know, one of the craziest we've seen possibly since Beckham. So I would love to see it as well. Yeah, that's true. And soon yeah. come Messi. And I think Messi's coming soon, man. <laughs> yeah, I think, man. I think in a year we're going to be like, oh, shit. Messi's and like Tim gonna... Howard said, it's going to rattle U.S. soccer. Uh-huh. It's going to be groundbreaking. Uh, watch him just fucking play no, like 10 no, games and no, shit. No, let's say, let's say someone like Mbappe comes to MLS right uh, now at this point of his career. Yeah, that's groundbreaking. Whoa, I, don't know if, I don't know if Messi at 35 or 36 or however old he's going to be. Oh, it's fucking Messi, though. Yeah, it is. It he's is, an alien. But, you know, and, and, we, and we saw glimpses today. We saw glimpses today. Wow. That, that he, still, he still got it. Um, but still, uh, and I think Marcelo too is saying his goodbye with Real Madrid. Marcelo, that that one, uh, you know, seeing him celebrate, being the captain of the team, teary-eyed, and, and, oh. and who he's been for that club for so many years, the the you know the winningest uh, player for that club in, in history. He's got the most uh, trophies. Yeah, I mean that's like the OG right there. Like yeah. Man, nah, club legend. If if there's ever and I remember when he signed, I think it was like in oh, you were just a wee lad. Oh seven, oh eight, yeah, just barely getting some hair on my chest and the end of an era. Oh man, uh, I, I when he signed, I was like, who the fuck? I'm like, like who we got Robinho. We got we got like? this. We got this pretender here because Real Madrid tended to do that sometimes. But no, he ended up being a club legend. In, so in every good. sense of the word, yeah, you know? yeah, one of the Almost best at his position, like worldwide. When so. when Marcelo was at his prime, he was the absolute best for a good, I would say, three seasons. Yeah, the absolute best, unquestionable. Cut on to his anybody weak foot was still good with that. Anybody that was gonna say otherwise, I'm not even listening to your opinion because you don't know football. Jordi Alba, I mean, look at that push. Look, did you see that? Uh, Unnecessary push. I didn't even see how. But um. Yeah. Jordi Alba? Yeah. Uh, unquestionably the best at his position in his prime for a good three seasons or so. During the three-peat. Fair play. All right. I'll allow it. Um, Yeah, that one was sad for me to see. I you know, wish him well. I, I don't know if he retires. I, I take I, it he goes back to Brazil. Yeah, and I don't see him retiring because his son is actually doing really well within Madrid's academy. Mm. So I'm sure he wants to oversee that a little bit, and uh, I don't know. I think I think there was rumors that he's actually going to get into like modeling or something, or a clothing line or something. Yeah. I'm not entirely sure what 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 the idea is there. God, this pitch sucks with the fucking baseball field. God damn it, man! It's crazy how the sport's grown, though. Yeah, um, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, but no, I mean, uh, yeah, that's a crazy departure there. I mean, Sergio Ramos hits. Really hard. This I feel like this one hits a little. It harder. was it was an unceremonious. That's why. If, if Sergio Ramos goes out the same way that Marcelo does, mm-hmm. you know that one. That one will probably bring tears out with both of them. But um, yeah. 
You know, I, w- I really wish that we would be able to say bye sir- to Sergio Ramos this the same year. way, the yeah. same exact way. And, and it's and it's even less than a year from the time that he left, man. Yeah, I mean, shit, he's he's had a bit of a rough season himself. So. Well, he got himself uh, a league one, so that should count for something. Ah, uh, there you go. Fast. Uh, but, yeah, man, Um, I guess since we are touching on Sergio Ramos, PSG, I know Mbappe... Had this to say about the regions, uh, UEFA, <laughs> compared to South America and with the international games going on right now. What, what was your take on that? Was it out of pocket? Is he on point? Uh, basically, what he was saying is that, is that due to the lack of competition, um, as, a, as a side effect, it's made Brazil and Argentina weaker in the World Cup. Mm-hmm. And I think everybody... Was like what? Yeah, you, you understand your group was Finland, Ukraine, Kazakhstan, Kazakhstan, and somebody and Bosnia to qualify for the World Cup. That that was France's uh, qualifying group or group to qualify for the World Cup. Yeah, and the only credible team there might be Bosnia, <laughs> Ukraine, maybe. Everybody else. Uh, sorry, son. But uh, it doesn't make sense it, when when you speak it into relation of, of his own personal group. It was also kind of uh, tone deaf. Like, do you not know how good some of these South American teams? Yeah, are? Yeah, exactly. You're not really paying attention. Yeah, Chile's not as strong, but Peru is still pretty good. Paraguay is okay, and the Ecuador, conditions yeah. and the conditions that these teams play in, they're not always in A one conditions. Yeah, they're they're hardly ever in A one conditions. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, you got to go to Colombia. You got to go to Bolivia. These guys are in fucking high ass altitudes. You can't breathe there. And they play very physical too, you know. And, and, rugged, and they tuggy. do everything they can to fuck you up. Yeah. They do everything they can. And let's be honest, like the very bottom barrel South American team, I still think is better than the bottom barrel I European think, I team. I think Peru beats a lot of the European countries. Peru beats Estonia, for example. Yeah, like, totally, and that's some of the totally, teams that totally. these that they play, like yeah, realistically. Estonia, yeah. Fin- like, they beat Finland. They yeah. They probably beat Ukraine pretty handily. These these teams are fucking good. Yeah. Bolivia is pretty good. Colombia is really good. Ecuador is, is has made it come up. Uruguay is really fucking good. What yeah. do you like? <laughs> you, like you don't true. know what you're talking about at that point. You, like just because it's a lot less teams doesn't mean. But, okay, the best of the best in Europe are probably are the best in the world. That we, yeah, we can't disagree yeah. with that. Even depth wise, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But. When when you consider the bulk and your own qualifying, it doesn't make sense. It really doesn't. Yeah, and and you say that with having like two of the best South Americans the European on your team. <laughs> champion didn't even qualify. Italy, mama mia. Italy doesn't qualify, and you're gonna tell me that that it's easier to fucking qualify uh, in in uh, in South America? It just doesn't make sense. Yeah, it's, and, that, and that just speaks to Italy being not that great, but um. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. I, I think it. I think he was just talking out of his ass. I don't know where he gets that from. He has a lot of South American teammates. That's what it was. The so head that's scratchy. gotta that's gotta rub them that's the wrong sting, way. Sting, yeah. You know, but hey, but you know, he's in control now, so he's beyond reproach. Yeah, I mean, he's yeah, that, that uh, guy's just yeah, he does what he pleases basically, and he he can afford to be inflammatory because that's just more advertisement for him. Yeah, uh, but you know, yeah, I thought that was that was bogus and. I thought it, you know, there's people I still do believe that, though. They hold UEFA in such a high regard, which has magnificent teams. But in quantity, 
it's actually very large, but quality is not always there. So I think that's a common misconception. Yeah, yeah. that's where the money is, and that and that's where we're gonna be. And that's why the attention. top leagues are there. Well, and those countries are a lot more developed in a lot of ways. Infrastructure, uh, yeah, everything. So that, and that's why I say when the pitches are a one, like, yeah, yeah, that that's without question for the most part. But sometimes you'll see, like, oh, this motherfucker, and you know, you still have teams like Bulgaria, yeah, fucking like you said, Estonia, Macedonia. Those teams have no business competing against France. They don't have any business competing against Germany, Spain. That's why I say there needs to be like a tier qualification uh, approach for Europe uh, moving in the future because I don't know maybe maybe teams like Italy will make it or uh, who else didn't make it um, I guess Poland Poland yeah that's right and that maybe they don't deserve it but you know they there needs to be a tier system I think Russia too oh wait it's kind of different 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 story yeah let's not go there but speaking of Russia, Ukraine uh, qualified. You, you know, Ukraine's in the in the playoff final against Wales this Sunday. That's what I was going to say. Qualify for a shot, um, and I think they can beat Wales. By the way, man, but I think it's a, yeah, it's a yeah, good match. they can, they can, they can. They got Yarm, man, Yarm. What's that? Yarmolenko. Ah, uh, dude, nice little dink in it. <laughs> yeah, keeper had no business coming off his line like that. Did this yeah, guy just yeah. do his Achilles? Oh, he cramped. Oh, calambre. Yeah. Yeah, but, I mean, that, that'll that be a good showdown. Obviously, there's a bunch of friendlies. I think tomorrow Mexico plays uh, Uruguay. Um, That's good, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I think it's they're valuable games to watch, even for the depth lineups. But against a good, uh, I think a much better competitor than what the U.S. played today. I mean, I don't know if Valverde will be ready. Uh, I, I don't know if he's still on, he's been on training. holiday. And then, I mean, but you still got, like, players like Lucas Torreira, who I know is not great, but at that level is pretty good. I mean, it's a good challenge for Mexico. So if I can, I'll try to keep an eye on that. Um, and, yeah, I don't know. Cheech obviously scored this weekend, even though he missed a penalty. But, you know, he continues kind of scoring Whilst Mexico's playing these friendlies, do you think there's still hope that he'll get a call up, or you think I, that door's closed? I think uh, there was a a quote from from Tata Martino, kind of opening the door a little bit, like leaving the door open. Um, oh, la, la. oh, oh, it kind of absolved them of like, oh, well, hey, he hasn't been that great compared to. Ball. I was like, no, he's been pretty good the last twelve months. <laughs> I don't know where you get that from. But the level. Yeah, the level is a problem, but... But then you know, you'll still call up Liga but if you're not, But if you're Jimenez playing it at the highest level and still not putting the ball in the back of the net, that's, uh, that has something to say, right? Yeah. And we've seen Chich do it before. It doesn't make sense that he wouldn't be able to do it now. Uh, but he's... Chich is physically still able to play in the prime, I think. Oh, I don't know, man. Yeah. yeah. When I you're 33, know. you just suddenly just can't play in the prime anymore. He played in the Prem recently and was ass. So what, why would I think he's better now? West Ham. I think he. I think he was ass dude for a lot of reasons. But I. I just. It's just no shot. It's just at this age. I mean, Prem is prime. Yeah, no one's now. gonna bring him in. Of course. Oh, maybe Nottingham. Yeah, no one's gonna bring in a player that that's bounced out. That's in MLS, and this, and and doesn't seem like he's actively trying to get back in. Yeah. Well, that's that's the thing, man. Why? Why would a play? I mean, look at look at Slatan. I think uh, 
people were able to identify that he was still able to compete at a good level. Yeah, but he was. And we know that he's. He was playing at a different level, though. But I mean, Slatan is Slatan. That that's an all-time great. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I don't. I don't. I, you know, it's just different levels. But yeah, man. I mean, we'll see. Um, I I still think he should get a call. I mean, just because there's no not much depth there anyway. So, what 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 would it hurt? You know, especially considering his legendary status. This is not about wage anymore. This is about honor. You know what I mean? Like having a last shot at the last dance. They they did it. Germany did it for Miroslav Klose. And it paid off, but I'm saying like I think Chicharito deserves that same send off. Tata doesn't have that sort of emotion towards him though. And I don't. I think it's yeah. It's beyond that. I don't know if it's justified, really. Yeah. But I do think he deserves a spot at this point. Yeah. Like why not, right? Yeah. But we'll see what they have to offer. I guess I'll pay attention to that. I don't know. Do you want to talk about La Finalissima? Yeah, I was just keeping up from, like, you know, just keeping up the score, but I wasn't watching it, but yeah, I was keeping up, man. Um, Lotaro, huh? <laughs> yeah. What a player. Yeah, he's a good player. Um, Is he better than Dybala? Yeah, but I think he's good where he's staying. It, like, if he stays at Inter, it's fine. Do you, do you um, think he's made for bigger for bigger moves? Uh, I think it would behoove him. Uh, but, you know, I would say, like, uh, the Serie A is a good league to stay in because I feel like the pressure isn't as hard. I know it was a competitive league, but, I mean, I feel like there's players there that are not that good that are getting 28, 30, 32 goals a season, you know? <laughs> I'm going to just keep it that? a stack with you. I mean, Immobile, for one. Yeah. You think if he's in the Premier scoring more than 20? Um, Maybe, right? Maybe. I don't think so. But I think Salah better. I don't think so, man. Sonaldo better. I, I don't know. Maybe Mobile is really that good, and maybe that offense is just geared toward him. But, you know, even you look at Cavani and, and Higuain in, in the past years. like Yeah, they were in their prime, though, and they were scoring 50-plus, man. Uh, Those guys were crazy. I don't know if they do that in the prem, though. In their prime, maybe not. Well, no one does. What's the highest total in the prem? 31. 32. 31. Luis Suarez. Yeah. Later tied That's... by Mohamed Salah, but Luis Suarez had less penalty goals. That's why he's the GOAT. <laughs> for for Liverpool. At but least. did Suarez miss any penalties that year? Oh shit, man. Be, oh, that'd get be in. good to know, right? Go on Tulsa. Uh sorry, mate. Um but anyway. Um Yeah, I actually Lazio was a respectable fifth place. <laughs> Sorry, they're racist, man. I can't root for them. Oh, okay, that's fair. Nah, just kidding. No, no, no. I have no, a kid fair. from them. I have to. Oh, so you're racist. I have to own up to it. Yeah, I only got it because they had that eagle. Breaking. Ah. Breaking news: Henry is racist. <laughs> but like you know, if you're racist to everybody, it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> hey yo. Uh, I hate you all equally. Man. Um. Hey, another good game tomorrow, though. Uh, Korea-Brazil? <laughs> Son versus Neymar? It, is that really what it's going to be? Or is it going to be uh, fucking Brazil just steamrolling over Korea? By the way, did you hear Son's comments? He's like, I think Neymar's the best in the world. Did he really? Yeah, he said that. I don't know if it's just because he's about to play him. but Probably. But, but I, I honestly, I told you this before. I think on his day, Neymar is like... 
he's untouchable. The yeah, thing he, about on his day, there's seven uh, days of the week, and the Neymar only happens to show up half a day. <laughs> yeah, man. He's magical. Um, no, I think I think Neymar has fallen off far from his you know top three, top five days. I think he's quite a ways away from there now. He has to do a lot to get there. Uh, it should push. be good though that game. I'm not. You're like I'm not hating. Yeah, man. I was just seeing if there's any other good games, but it's just a it's a real big mix of different kind of games. It's all the friendlies or you know League of Nations, which uh, De Bruyne had some choice comments for. Yeah, I mean I see it from his perspective, you know. I've been saying it, but it, I mean but we gotta wait till De Bruyne. We already have the Euros. We gotta wait for a City player to say it. Wait, uh, sorry, there was technical <laughs> difficulty. But anyway, you were saying? Oh, yeah, no, but I I mean, I've been saying that it should just be the Euros and the World Cup qualifying, and that's it. But now you add a whole nother tournament. I mean... Uh, yeah, they're glorified... Uh, um, there's still tournaments, and it, what it does put you through is depth, you know? Like, it makes you explore your depth, and that's what it did this year in CONCACAF and Europe. But it's it's a lot of wear and tear on the player, you know. So that's the drawback, and I thought it was a bit too much, you know. Uh, but you're still gonna watch it, right? Uh, what game? Just the games that are on, you know. Some of them. If Belgium's playing Germany, I mean, I'll tune in. Right. I mean, there we are. Yeah, I'm not watching fucking uh, France play against I don't know, Bulgaria. Bulgaria. <laughs> if that's the game, but no, um, no I just came. Yeah. Although uh, Italy does play Germany this weekend too, I think. That's interesting. That's interesting. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't really have a whole lot of comments about that. I, I do have comments about something uh, that's kind of been going on, and it's it's, it's a little bit of transfer speculation. But uh, uh, Lewandowski has made it very clear with... Uh, with Bayern that he doesn't want to return and the biggest suitor right now that he's been linked to is um is Barcelona and Tebas came out and <laughs> and doing his Tebas thing says that uh that that that's not really a realistic thing that uh Barcelona don't have the the money to do it and uh and they know that mhm now, as a president, that that sounds kind of weird because he's kind of airing out a club within his own organization's uh, business, <laughs> right? And that, and as a president, you would think that you would want one of the biggest names in all of football to join the league. Uh, and a lot of what's been kind of speculated is. It's not really anything to do about that. It's more of him strong arming them into signing that that deal. I don't know if you remember a while back uh, that a lot of teams agreed to, but Barcelona, Real Madrid, uh, I think Juventus. No, I think Athletic Bilbao were uh, against. It was a TV deal within a within a, just the, the the Spanish league where yeah. uh, the, this I I don't I don't remember. This bank was trying to inject two billion uh, euros mm-hmm. into them for fifty. For what was that? Oh no, I was saying offside. No, oh okay. Um, for uh, 
for 50 years, uh, I think 11% of TV rights of all the teams or mm-hmm. something like that, uh, which I, which sounds big, right? But when you break it down between uh, 20 teams, it's only about 50 million euros per. Yeah. Which is enough for Barcelona to, to make whatever signings they want. But uh, it's not a whole lot and giving up any percent of your TV rights for 50 years. It yeah. just doesn't make any sense. Uh, but it... You know that's the um, that's the uh, the kind of uh, uh, direction that's taking, and he's trying. It just sounds like he's trying to make Barcelona uh, sign the paper, and uh, I don't know. I think that's kind of fucked up on on his part, just because of course he's standing to get a cut from that deal or some kind of bonus or some shit. Of course, so yeah, I don't know. I I, I don't know what we can. Uh, well, we can draw from that. I just think it's stupid. You want you want Lewandowski on that team, but but La Liga has been very strict on their rules, and I think maybe in some senses it makes sense to relax them a bit, mm-hmm. or have them pay whatever fine or whatever later on, or some kind of shit. I don't know. Yeah. Do you want Lewandowski on Barcelona? Uh, I don't really Kule? care. No, I don't really care for it personally. I, I think they're better off looking into young players, but. I think that that need for having a big name is always, you know, it's a it's a thing in that it's a league. Toxic thing. Yeah, I think so. But I think within most big teams, though, mo- most big uh, teams want a big name. Yeah, but I I think they should start becoming the team that creates big names. You know, instead of trying to you know bring in lucrative players on lucrative deals to to avoid these very uh, shoddy comments from people that clearly have their own also. Besides, besides whatever financial interest, they have their own, you know, uh, stances on on who they support in in their own league. So, you know, personally myself, I didn't I didn't even hear about it personally. But I'm not really for the Lewandowski deal. Don't get me wrong; if he does come to Barcelona, I'm sure he'll do well. But it's just not sustainable. It's probably going to come at a at a big price. So Tebas isn't wrong about that. And and Barcelona are in debt. So are Real Madrid. I know not as bad as Barcelona, but they're still in pretty big debt themselves. So I mean, you know, the two, the two. Teams... I, I know what list you're talking about, and that's why you keep mentioning it with every team. Yeah, yeah. yeah every team carries debt. <laughs> no, not every team. Every there, team there are teams. Debt. There are teams that don't have debt. In fact, that are still profitable. But the majority of them do. The majority of don't. Of the majority well, the, well, of them don't well, have because, more. Than... Well, because a team is profitable doesn't mean that they don't have debt. I know, no, but some teams there's don't, a differentiation don't have, there. Yeah, there's. Teams who can put the money up up front, and there's teams who have to buy credit deals or do loans or engage in other kind of stuff. So yeah, there's teams that can actually pay for what they're getting up front, and there's teams that have a really nice credit line. And and that's all I'm saying because you know if he wants to talk about teams in debt, Real Madrid are quite up there too. So I don't know if he had the same idea with the Mbappe deal or if that's not relevant to his liking. But you know, yeah, yeah whatever debt you have isn't necessarily what you're able to spend on transfers. And, and I, that's not what he's talking about. What he, what he's talking about is, is Barcelona quite literally don't have money yeah, to, yeah. to pay a transfer fee. Yeah. That's I, what I get the it. issue was. I know, yeah. But the, you know, I'm saying like, there's plenty of financial holes in a, a few of the teams in, in La Liga. So all I'm saying is like, yeah, obviously he's going to point to the one with the biggest debt, which is Barcelona. So I, I'm not surprised that they can't afford them. But all I'm saying is that like I don't I would never uh, foresee him making a comment like that about Real Madrid in any instance. 
even though it is the truth. Well, Real Madrid is very healthy financially. Well, I mean, they're, they're they wouldn't 600. find themselves in that situation. Well, they have they have quite a lot of debt as well, you know, more than most teams, in fact. So I'm yeah. just saying, like, it's it, it's okay. relevant in that respect as okay. well. So, uh, but you yeah. know, well, we'll need to get you up on uh, what what uh, debt on a club means versus actual profit profitability well i'm not i'm not talking about profitability i'm talking about debt i did talk about profitability when i'm referring to city city don't have a a deficit you know we're not owing money anywhere that's my point while while barcelona and real madrid and atletico and a few other clubs like juve ac milan Mm -hmm. they've they've had to get big big loans you know what i mean and and i'm not saying that that's a bad thing but for what tebas is referencing for barcelona i think there are plenty of other clubs that also have similar numbers in that regard. Uh, but yeah, um, what, what, what Real Madrid have going for them is that they've actually won trophies. So yeah, they have actually some profit. Well, on top of not having spent a lot of money recently. Well, yeah, I mean, we forget about the Hazard players. deal. and Yeah, I mean, it, there's money that's, yeah, that's they, spent. They sold they Ronaldo a, and they bought Hazard with the same money. Yeah, yeah well, okay, that, that was like almost, what, half a decade ago? I mean, I'm talking and, about and now. And you're referring you know? to Hazard in what sense? I'm just saying that's money that was spent, right? I mean, obviously, and like there was money you're, you're that, not, that, that, that had come in as well. Yeah, of course, that, that's how business works, right? I'm just saying that. I mean, acting like you're not spending well, is, is not exactly well, the truth either. I, well, when I say that that the money was all accounted for, you're telling me that that, that was five years ago, but you you're mentioning that same situation. No, well, you didn't just sign one player. You also signed for Lan Mendy. You signed a ton of players, mm-hmm. and and it wasn't cheap either. And there was there's been a lot of players that have left, and not for the same amount though. I mean, you guys haven't done too well at turning over players, but I'm just saying that the, the numbers are there, and I could link you to the article if you want to read more on it. But yeah, Real Madrid have significant debt too. Yeah, Barcelona they do. do as well. That's because they're building a stadium. Yeah, you, that still means you owe that's, money. That's that's yeah, money. Yeah, that's, that's, that's why that's debt. But that but that's that doesn't mean that, that Real Madrid don't have money in the same sense that Barcelona don't have debt. No, well, that's two different things, but I'm saying they're both in debt, and that's why ultimately Real Madrid isn't able to spend as much as other clubs in the world. If we want to take it there as well, yeah, sure, Barcelona can't can't buy Lewandowski, and you guys couldn't sign Haaland, and and money was well, a, was a factor before you try to negate that. I'm sure it was a factor. I don't know what else it would be. You know what I mean? And I said this a while back ago. I was like, I see no way that Haaland and Mbappe will both be afforded, and now neither of them were. But well, I, but but none of those deals came down to money because they didn't get either one. Well, I mean, I think if they would have offered more than what PSG offered Mbappe, I'm who sure can, he's who in can Madrid. offer anybody more than three hundred million in signing bonus. Who's gonna offer anybody that? Well, that's my point though. If if they who's were who's gonna offer that though? Seriously, oh, oh, like, I don't how know. can you offer that without going into any kind of debt? You tell me. No, go, I'm not, go, go, well, no, see, go on. Tell me the reason why anybody can offer that much money without going into debt. Well, yeah, I mean, we wouldn't be... How much How much are they profiting? How profitable is PSG that they're able to offer a $300 million signing bonus? They actually own property. They're not relying on credit lines. That's how. Yeah, they're, they're, they actually don't <laughs> owe money. They're actually on the clear, you know? Because they're worth billions. That's yeah, why. Exactly, because yeah, exactly. Because they, they have... Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's exactly. what I'm saying. And you, okay. guys, and you guys are not. That's the difference. And that's my point that I'm trying right, to make. Right, okay. But but you're you're trying to make it seem like fucking Real Madrid is scrounging for change, trying to afford these deals when that wasn't the case. Well, I, I think they are if they're if they have if they owe us. You know, send me that article and I'll read it the way that you didn't read the article I sent you a while back. Well, I don't know what article you're referring to. Even I don't I don't even remember the last article you sent me. As a matter of fact, you you don't send me many, but 
I, I don't know. I also sent you an article regarding the their debt, and you maybe disregarded it as well. But you know, it doesn't matter. No, go, I mean, go on, go on. Yeah, it's, I know I sent it to you. I don't, I don't have it. I don't remember it. But I'm yeah. just saying, if 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 it was produced by Deloitte and they produced that, yeah, Ramadera six hundred sixty something million or billion, sorry, or whatever number in debt. You you know Real Madrid are like basically one of like two or three profitable clubs. I'm not I'm, profitable. not ref, I'm not referring to profit right now. You can make two dollars profit and still own oh six hundred. Yeah, exactly, million. and that means that everybody else is in a deficit in some way. Well, right? yeah, but you're not spending to, more than you than you actually make. And that's the that's that's the point I'm trying to make that that there's a reason why that debt is, exists. Because you guys have spent a lot and and not, made not lately, much. not lately. Oh man, lately. I, I I can't really go off of anything else than what I, what I Whoa, read from a well, credible source. Who have source. they signed? Who have they signed lately? I don't know. I don't. Ha- you they should haven't. know. You, you're a Madrid well, fan. You should know who they, they signed. They haven't signed anybody lately. That's the thing. Well, well, uh, well. You should know if it's tell me who have they signed. I don't know. I don't. They haven't Madrid. signed anybody lately. That's what I'm telling you. And that's why everybody was saying that Real Madrid wasn't going to win the Champions League. Well, I don't. I don't well, know well, if guess it's what everybody. We surprised our way there. God damn it. Yeah, definitely. I mean, look, at the end of the day, I'm, all I'm saying is that, you know, there's a lot of tail to step on for Barcelona. Real Madrid have their money that they owe too, a significant amount. But he's never going to mention that, obviously, because he's a big fan. That's all I'm trying to reference. Well, no, that those are two different. You see, you're conflating it. What am I and saying? That, and that's Barcelona and that's because you're that, like under this like Barcelona. Oh, Debas is pro Real Madrid and against. So am I wrong? Barcelona. Am I wrong that he's pro Real Madrid? Because then you're just being oblivious, you know, at that point. There's been yeah, but everything Debas says, you're like, oh, he's pro Real Madrid. He's like that's the only reason. No, I'm not saying it's the when only I, when reason. When I'm giving you like the exact reason why he wants Barcelona, and I, I don't, want, I, I hate when 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 Debas speaks. By the way, I didn't because disregard. I think, it's, I think it's so tacky. I didn't disregard your reason. I said it also is in conjunction with the fact that he does have contempt for Barcelona, and you can't deny it. He's done it before, plenty of times. Yeah, he speaks. He speaks too much. And we don't and he hear doesn't any other bother, president talking. He doesn't bother to hide his preferences either, and that's my issue. That's what I'm saying. Like, there's well, there's several that, angles that, to that's it. That's never really been. Uh, I don't. I don't. We don't have too many quotes on that. Oh, not man. that I remember. Dude, come on, man. There's there's plenty, but you know, I don't. I'm just saying that we. Plenty. It's it's common knowledge. It's common knowledge that Tebas has always had a preference for Real Madrid. So I'm. You know, I don't have to pull up any quote. You could look it up yourself. But I'm just saying. Yeah, that's why I can make both correlations. What you said can be true, and I believe there's also that factor to it. It might be. Yeah, it, it, it might it not. Might be. I don't know. It, it, well, I mean, no, no one's ever really going to uh, really know. But what we do know is that he's going to push that deal because he's he's standing to make probably a lot of money off of it, and it's. It's going to hamper the team's long term, especially in in a sense of 50 years. Um, so Lewandowski, again, I'm going to say that he's going to end up at Chelsea. I don't know. I don't know if that's even a rumor, but that's just my own opinion. I think uh, Lukaku is going to end up somewhere in Bundesliga. They might, hey, they might even do a fucking swap deal. Who knows? Um. Uh, do you have any other transfer rumors that we can work on? Um, no, I haven't really heard much. I think we actually probably mentioned them all on as we were referring to them. I mean, Raheem oh. Sterling, you know, that was one of them. Oh, I can't think of anything speaking else. Speaking of Barcelona, there's the uh, there's a Frankie de Jong uh, rumor that just doesn't go away about Ten Hag wanting him to join him at uh, Manchester United. 
I think it's a big sell for De Jong. This isn't like the NBA where if, if a team decides to sell you or trade you or whatever, that you don't really have a choice. In football, you definitely have a choice. And um, a lot of these players want to play Champions League. And uh, where's a United uh, Conference League? Yeah, I, I think so. I, I forget these days, truthfully. They're out of sight, out of mind. Yeah, uh, uh, Conference League, I think, is what it's like. So, you know, that that's a big step down in terms of that. Um, I don't know. He's familiar with Ten Hag, but apparently that's not enough. And uh, I don't know. I, I don't think you want to get a player as a team like uh, like Manchester United and against his will, basically. So if Barcelona do accept whatever bid, but De Jong doesn't want to be there. At the end of the day, is that really any difference of what's really been going on lately? I don't know. It's hard to say, really. I mean, we don't know what, what the intentions are or the feelings are, truthfully. Mm-hmm. But um, I think also Frank, Frankie De Jong wants to say, stay because of how much they've improved under Xavi, too. I think if this was maybe Komen era, I think he he's ready to leave in a heartbeat. There's, he, that, there, there's that factor as well that, that we left out is that you know, They're a much better team than they were at the beginning of the season. And so. he probably feels like he's improving to, yeah. And you're playing under one of the best midfielders of all time. Um, you know, similarly to when Zidane was at Madrid, like, I think you want to play for those coaches. And I'm sure he, he has maybe some fascination or admiration for Ten Hag. But that's still a, proce- a process and a progress that hasn't even started. And there's no sure shot. Like you said, you're in the... You're you're basically like West Ham. You're you're in the Conference League with no promise that you'll even go far in it. Truthfully, so uh, especially with the way the run of games come in the Prem and with the Cups, it, it's going to be very difficult. So I would stay at Barcelona, and I think those are the kind of guys that Barcelona should want to lock up instead of going for big names. You know, I I think it's it's a lot. Yeah, I, I think if if you're really trying to to steer the boat the right way as far as Manchester United goes. And against of everything that's been going on, you don't go and make the same kind of decisions that you've been making the last four or five years. You kind of try to change things. And Manchester United, as it stands, they're actually losing quite a few players. Pogba, officially gone. Lingard, officially gone. Mata, leaving. Cavani, leaving. I think Matic, as well, leaving. Um, And a lot of it has been announced that they're looking to offload Maguire. They're looking to get rid of uh, Juan Bissaka. So that that on its own is a fucking huge project. And as a player, where you're only guaranteed conference league, you don't know where you're going to end up next season. You could even you you might as even end up at eighth, ninth place where you get zero European competition just due to the huge turnover. I don't know. The it, only thing that could sway him is the wage that they can offer, which... You know, United has one of the highest wage bills in, in all of uh, the Prem. So I think they would have to shed contracts, but they're not shy of paying their players. And I think De Jong is even on a healthy contract. I think he's like at 400 euros a week. Yeah, and that's so something that well they would paid. Be, yeah, they can accommodate They can accommodate. Oh, that's that. no problem. Especially when you're letting go of Pogba and, you know, uh, all those other guys. I think if Ronaldo were to leave, it would free up so much. But it's looking like he's going to stay. So they will maybe be a little limited, but that that would be a good signing. Um, but they have a lot of dead wood they have to get rid of, so it's a big project. 
and it's not ready now. I think Barcelona are at least a little bit ready to compete. They're in the a Champions. little more ready too. Yeah, I mean they have a, a philosophy at least to follow. Um. Yeah, I think. Um, yeah, I think going to Manchester United right now. Well, I, I guess you could say the last past two seasons or so is it's kind of a hazard, and not the one that plays at Real Madrid. Yeah, I mean, it hasn't been really a progressive club. Um, yeah, so, um, yeah, I think we're going on from, I think moving from that, the season's over. Champion League wrapped up. Leagues leagues are all wrapped up. The only thing that we have going on right now is MLS. Yeah. Uh, and Friendlies and Nations League coming up in the future. Uh, anything that you're looking forward to? As far as your team, as far as other transfers are going? You know, right now I'm just kind of just following the transfer market, uh, seeing the targets my team are in for, and then watching the friendlies, you know? Because there's not that much competitive football unless it's Nations League, which I'll probably try to watch as well. But, yeah, I mean, right now it's a very slow period. I think I'll just be uh, kind of following along. And, you know, next month I'll be going to a game in uh, Texas, so I'm looking forward to that more than anything. Hoping I could see Julian Alvarez or Haaland, you know? Oh, man. Well, when can the transfer be official? On the 1st of July, right? I think so, yeah. That's when it's like, you know, comunicado oficial. Yeah, that's when you're officially... Your name's on the paycheck, basically. (laughs) Your picture with the shirt. Um, Oh, one last thing before we cut out. Uh, Atlas from Mexico, be campeón. Yeah. After not being champion for over 50 years, they get two in a row. A proper league win, right? I think. Yeah, yeah. I think if we could consider, because Mexico does two championships and they have two playoffs, but Atlas won both. Yeah. Uh, I think, yeah, I think they get a proper league win. And uh, after 50 years, they get two. So, you know, congratulations to Atlas. Some people felt that they did kind of. Get the benefit of of the whistle, yeah. Uh, in that final know, game. Um, I mean, that, I did see a lot of those reactions. That was a very uh, controversial, I guess you can say. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, I don't know. Maybe uh, Mexico is known for being corrupt, so um, you know, maybe someone got some calls made. I don't know. I, I, I hate. I hate that. You know. Yeah. It. It. it you know, you don't really get that sense. I mean, you do. You hear it from time to time, like, "Oh, you know, we don't get the call," or, or they they always give it to so and so. Yeah. Oh, you know this and that, but with Mexico, it's like it's blatant sometimes. It it's kind of blatant, yeah, and it's never always the same person. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's never always America. Well, America, yeah, yeah they get they get they get a little love. They get a little love. Um. But I don't know. Yeah. I, I think uh, I think whoever happens to be in the bookie's pocket or whatever gets the benefit. Benefit of the whistle. It sucks. But as it stands, America or Atlas, uh, be campeón, which yeah. which uh, you don't really see a whole lot. You know, Canelo's been repping them hard lately. <laughs> <laughs> Canelo yeah. is the guy that that strikes me as the type of person that doesn't really like football. Yeah, and he's the kind of guy like he you know when the they winners. have like an honorary fan or something or a guest. Yeah, he just wears the shirt. 
he, it strikes me that way. I always thought he was a Chivas fan, like a true Chivas fan, but no, he's. Yeah, he, put, he gladly like, I guess puts he's on not. Anything. I guess he's really not. I don't think he'll ever put on an America jersey, though. I think I think that'll be very difficult. Yeah, especially when you have both of Guadalajara shirts. Yeah, know? exactly. But you know, you never know. He could be a fucking like Chelsea a, fan today, like City a, fan tomorrow. Like, <sighs> well, yeah. Or like Snoop Dogg, I was gonna say. Oh yeah, or Drake, or Drake, and uh, yeah, you know, I I actually do like jerseys for style. Yeah, so same. I, I get same. It, so it's it's know? hard. But, I could be caught slipping. But some some people. Uh, well, when you know, you know, right? Well, there's some jerseys I very, I definitely won't wear, you know? Yeah. Like United or Liverpool, I've never... Uh, Real Madrid, I did uh, just because I had some from, like, my dad playing. And then also just one that I bought, which is the Marcelo one. But other than that, yeah, I stay away from my rival teams because I wouldn't want to get a photo, you know, take a photo taken. You know, uh, this season, I, I am going to get an Arsenal shirt. Mm, fair play. And I might even look for the uh, old, uh, the last season that they had at Highbury, um, the uh, the GBC, the O two one with oh, the the Henri. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I might, I might uh, find one of those. Yeah, that'll be fresh. And then I've, I've you know, uh, be you know, I, I follow your Twitter, so I see a lot of like Twitter or a lot of city shit. Yeah, city has some pretty good kits over the years. Yeah, man. Um, some people don't like the Pumas really a lot, but they're cool. The, but the, the, old, the, the Nike. The, well, the new one, the new Puma is good. The new. Uh, oh, the new one that yeah. yeah for yeah. this season, it's gonna be. It's really good, yeah. Um, but yeah, they have some old ones though. That's what I'm talking about. The oh, the like yeah, brother like, from the '90 one. Yeah, those are sick, man. You know, I don't know if I'd ever wear one, but uh, if I did, it'd probably be like an old one, like a like an away kit, though. Like I, like I the purple I'd, one, yeah. Yeah, I don't know if I'd wear the. The sky blue. No, sky blue, yeah. But I, I do want to get one of those one day, but... Man, it's kind of like a slap in the face when I if I were to wear it. Because the people oh, that really wore it when they were weren't... suffering... Oh, I wasn't a fan when they had that jersey, obviously. To be fair, I was probably not, probably even, not born. even born. <laughs> but, I mean, like the people that suffered during those times when they were going from League 1 to League 2 to back to League 1 to champs. Like, damn, like I can't compare it to that. You know, but... Yeah, for style points, especially with the collar retrofit. You know, I have an old Juventus shirt from like two thousand two. Uh, you know, I you know I I like shirts myself, so you know yeah. maybe may, maybe I'll uh I'll wear different ones, but yeah, never never like rival teams. And you don't you won't see me in a Liverpool shirt. You won't see me in a Barcelona or Atletico, but maybe like an old Bilbao or a fucking Valencia. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, Sevilla. Yeah. Yeah, something like that. Leeds. Maybe a lead. Oh, I do have a lead shirt. Yes, yes, we we do know this. Yeah, I might have to run that Brendan Aronson. That's my only. Uh, that's my only uh, exception. If if it's if it's a national team player that I really fuck with, you know. Although I would never get a Chelsea Pulisic though. That's the main reason why I want him to dip. You know. You wouldn't. You wouldn't get a Chelsea shirt. Nah. I would nah. assume that you would. I do. I do rate them, but it's just too. It's too close to home. You it's know? too close still. Yeah. What about a uh, Aston Villa Jack Grealish? Yeah, I'll get that. Like I have a Gabriel Jesus Palmeiras one, and then I just became a fan because uh, every time I'd go to this smoke shop, there's a Brazilian guy that owns it, and he's like, and then he started talking to me in Portuguese, and I was like, oh, bro, no, I'm not really, I'm not oh. Brazilian. I'm just, I love this shirt, you know. It's a, and he's like, yeah, dude, that's the team, that's where I'm from, you know. Oh. Dude, he's like, it gets crazy, bro. I'm like. I, he started giving me, like, always hooking me up after that. But, oh, that's cool. Yeah, I mean, so then I was like, you know, I'll be a Palmeiras fan. It's just, it was meant to be. 
a lot of great players have come from there. But yeah, definitely. But yeah, man. Um, any games you're looking up, uh, forward to? <laughs> Not really. No, I, I'm just Mexico watch... Uruguay. Uh, yeah, I guess I'll watch that, but it's nothing like I don't know. I, I friendlies time is doesn't really do much for me. Yeah, so uh, I'll watch games here and there, but <laughs> I hear you. They, they don't mean much these days, so it's hard to uh, it's hard to give it attention. But we'll definitely be tuning in for uh, transfers. Yep. And then, you know, notable friendlies. I will watch Italy versus Germany. That sounds good. Sounds like a fucking good time. Yeah, I do want to watch England, too. And I'll watch the, the World Cup qualifier, the, the final, too. The Wales versus uh, Ukraine. Uh, Ukraine. Ukraine with their beautiful little story. Yeah. I mean, like, they may, they may not win the, the whole thing, but they'll probably win the story of the year. They'll win my heart. Yeah. They had the story of the night. Uh, but, you know, yeah. Can't wait, man. Yeah, so I think that's it, man. Two guys, two mics, two pints, and uh, we'll be back for 97. All right, y'all.